Hi and welcome to Consciously Here. I'm your host Victoria Hart and founder of It Is A Heart World. Welcome back. We're up to episode three today for all my new listeners. Um, If you haven't listened to any of the other previous ones, I suggest you still just give the intro a listen to before you jump into this one. But um, I just recorded this podcast, which is so annoying. Um, The... Um, audio just didn't translate out into the mp3 file so that was pretty annoying but here we are me again recording again but um so today my episode is going to be about the autonomic nervous system um i mentioned it a few times in my first episode so as i mentioned i'll dive a bit deeper into it as we go on so um i'm gonna read your report that i did on the autonomic nervous system and read that to you and then I'm going to talk to that and um, how that relates into our everyday life. So um, autonomic nervous system and I'm called the ANS throughout the podcast. Okay. So the ANS is made up of two parts, one being the sympathetic and one being the parasympathetic, which connects into all our major glands and organs. The sympathetic part of our ANS is part that prepares our body for the fight or fight response. And whereas, um, some of our autonomic responses are stored like sweating, accelerated heart rate, rise in blood pressure, whereas the parasympathetic part of our ANS is part of that restores our bodies to a calm and more composed state and prevents it from overworking, stimulating digestion and activating metabolism. Overall, our ANS is where our autonomic functions are stored and activated from. Um, our autonomic nervous system connects into over 50 trillion cells throughout our bodies. And from this, it's stated in multiple studies that each cell has its own form of consciousness and will perform its own particular functions. So 50, 50 trillion cells throughout our entire body. It seems like a lot, but when we narrow it right down, each cell truly has its own part to play in our bodies and are each interconnecting. Cells are the catalyst to our physiological existence. Inside each cell, there are various structures that carry out particular functions. Um, we have multiple functions that are ingrained into our biology from the moment we are born. For example, learning how to eat from our mother's breast as a newborn. We are guided to the breast, but almost instantly the ANS of our newborn cells take over. As a newborn baby, how did we know how to suck from the nipple duct and swallow the milk without choking? Dr. Bruce Lipton believes that there are no physiological um, functions in our bodies that were not already pre-existing in the biology of the single nucleated cell. Um, So cells react to the environment just the same way we react as a whole human being to our environments. If we are frightened, we are almost we are most likely to go into react and take off in the fight or flight response. If we see our favorite person in the entire world, our hearts are probably going to pound. Sense of joy is going to beam out of us. Overall, we are more upbeat. If there is something wrong within our bodies, we need to look at what we are doing within this area. There are many researchers who believe that we can reprogram the cell's biological function. If a part of our body or an organ, say, becomes incoherent and stops responding, there are ways to reprogram that function back into our ANS. This is similar to undertaking rehabilitation therapy or creating a new habit. 
Through repetition of anything, we can create a new healthy habit. And like most humans, we have all created unhealthy habits and addictions very easily and unconsciously at some point in time. If we consciously choose to create a new habit, we need to concentrate and practice new new habit over and over again until it's part of our ANS. It is the same for the rest of our body. If we can regulate our chemicals through the control of our inner physiological environment through forms of meditation, we are able to achieve a lot more. What predetermines, sorry, what determines the cell's environment is predetermined by the chemicals our body produces. So our bodies produce chemicals from our ANS and our energy centers. And in a particular area, um, if a particular area is unhealthy, the environment for the cell therefore is not. If we realign or reprogram an incoherent gland or organ, for example, we are able to fire up the neurons and send electrical waves through the nervous system and ANS. If we are successful in reactivating an incoherent gland or an organ, for example, we are then able to regenerate the cell's function, the cell functions, and the production of cells. New, our neurochemicals are um, our organic are an organic molecule which can be made up of serotonin, oxytocin, dopamine, glutamate, and many more. These chemicals affect nerve growth and neural activity. The endocrine system is made up of glands that secrete hormone chemicals into the bloodstream and all the surrounding tissues. The hormones communicate with the body by heading towards the target cell to bring about change or effect to that cell. In addition, the hormones can set off a flood of other signaling pathways to that cell to a cell which means the more we regulate our neurochemicals our bodies have much healthier physiological environment to repair cells and also increase production of cells with a healthy physiological environment for cell production our general health should be better overall the whole state so um that was a report that i did about our autonomic nervous system um and the cells so Coming into why I wanted to talk to this today um, was because our autonomic nervous system is in more details a lot more than that. So when we are sitting in our, our autonomic cells, okay, our autopilot cells, whatever is ingrained into our physiological, biological um, inner it projects onto the outer world, okay? So if we're not healthy on the inside, of course, the, our outer world's not going to look that healthy on the outside too. We can put up fronts and we can act that it is, but deep down it's not, right? Um, so what I want to talk about is how do we reprogram, recode, rewire our autonomic nervous system to be better internally. And this is what we talk about in spiritually, what's happening in the inner worlds are projecting out into our outer worlds. But it starts within yourself and also your physical body, your mindset. So when we talk about the ANS, so the parasympathetic is the a more relaxated response, okay? How you can respond to something. Whereas the uh, sympathetic is literally the part of your... Um, the um, ANS where you're, you're reacting it's the ego self, it's pride it's ego um, and it's usually the fight or flight response right um, so how do we get ourselves to a point where our we, we are in more control of that most human beings here we all 
are literally stuck in the fight or flight response. And this doesn't always come down to being your fault either. There's ancestral biological vibrations that are passed down to us. And I know that some people may say, no, well, how do you explain how we automatically know what to do as a baby and suck our mum's breast and swallow? There's things that are passed down to us. Remember, I'm going to talk to science and also talk to spiritualities about, you know, so that there's different listeners. For those who don't understand the science of it, there's science to it. And then those who understand the science but don't understand the spiritual aspect of it, I'm trying to bring these together so we can all be consciously here together. So when um, I talk about the sympathetic, I'm going to talk and the parasympathetic, I'm going to talk to something that was mentioned in Jay Shetty's book, The Monkey vs. Monk Mindset, and this is my take on it. So in the sympathetic, it's monkey. Parasympathetic is monk. So monkey versus monk. So a monkey will overthink, overthinks and procrastinates. A monk will analyze and articulate. Um, these are mindsets too when I say this. So monk, a monkey mindset will criticize, complains, and compares. A monk mindset, caring, compassionate, and collaborative. Monkey, demanding and entitled. Monk, patient and determined. Monkey, noisy, anxious, and controlling. Monk, quiet, calm, and allowing. Monkey, looks for pleasures. Monk, looks for meaning. Monkey, living in the past and the future and doing. Whereas a monk mindset, living in the now and becoming. Monkey, controlled by fear and doubt. Monk, mastery of emotions. Monkey, reacts. And a monk mindset will respond. And we all want to be able to respond because I think that a lot of people have mentioned this before where, you know, you have said something or had a dispute or had a conversation with someone where you wish you never said that thing or reacted that way. That's you talking to your higher self and that's you coming back to yourself being like, you know, if I actually processed that conversation, I would have been able to respond and this would have been my response, you know? So how do we stay in a place where we are conscious of our actions how do we override the negativity stored within our bodies how do we do that i'm going to tell you a few things so and why we want to do this okay so our sympathetic um part of our dna so that's to me it's auto our negative part of our autopilot autopilot is how people just get in cars and just drive and they're not thinking while they're driving you know that's because you've done that repetition and what gets stored in our ans as well above the um parts of us that are you know i mean we, we were not consciously telling our organs to pump blood and all of that that's just part of the autonomic nervous system but how we respond to things that are above that um, is something that we we can control so some people are stuck can be stuck in the fight or flight response for years because that's all they knew what that's all they knew because they're literally fighting for their lives so naturally their body is used to being in the fight flight response and a lot of them come out of it and their environments change but the physiological body hasn't yet the internal because that's all that their body has known but on the other side of the spectrum of that that there that, that is the good side there is still your parasympathetic part of your ans that we can become it can become more dominant um and for those who are just happy all the time fucking envious <laughs> um <laughs> your, your parasympathetic part of your ans is always active 
Um, so we don't want to be stuck in the fight or flight response. This causes so much more ego and growth in the ego. And we, we want to create an ego death, right, within ourselves that we're not reacting or being triggered by people. We want to be able to respond to things, be able to talk and speak our truth. I think that for myself, like I am a very big advocate for meditation, okay? And this helps you. So uh, meditation will do many things and change your life and evolve your life and you will transform the, through meditations. One, because when you're in a relaxative response and that you're realigning yourself to that part of your parasympathetic, the parasympathetic part of your ANS, okay? So when you're in a relaxated res- response within yourself your chemicals aligned okay they're aligning that you've got flow state happening within you that is a place where i said between the monkey and monk mindset where you can actually articulate analyze and process information thoroughly without the overreaction because you could have the same conversation with yourself in the fight or flight response and you're going to react but the version of you that is the it that can be in a relaxated response can process analyze articulate and understand so through repetition alone is what how we stored this information these responses and these automatic um reactions and responses okay so if we're going to do it we want to do we, we we want the best we want the best right in us that they're going to be to serve us to be our best but you know having the sympathetic part where we have fight or flight well, of course we might be in a life-threatening situation and that is only when we should be having that the the, the massive intensive um consumption of cortisol pulp like, pumping through us okay and adrenaline that's the only time is if we really are in a life-threatening event but our bodies are still reacting as if we are in a life-threatening situation in which we're not most of us aren't right so we want to get to a place where we are in homeostasis the relaxation response which bruce lipton likes to mention a lot but um it's homeostasis this is where our your body should be most of the time but everyday life gets in the way in stresses of work relationships family etc money problems whatever you always get in the way of this meditation is key to being able to be present in yourself Okay, so a lot of people will say to me, I don't have time to meditate, but sure, you've got time to fucking bitch, you've got time to scroll fucking the infinite matrix for hours, you have the fucking time to take care of yourself. So, going back to my report, okay, so we talk about the physiological components of, of us, okay, and we've got 50 trillion cells that make up the template to who we are physically, and they have their own functions. They have their own consciousness. So if we, there's some people, you know, like a double jointed or can do like magnificent things, flip themselves around. It's because they have more control. There's more going on in their brain and then they've got more neurons fired up in parts of their brain that aren't fired up in others. So we can retra- we can train things into us. But what we normally do when we're in the fight or flight response, we are training our bodies to stay in a negative state. A negative state that we are lowering our vibrations down and when we talk about the um how the physiological um, functions that were already ingrained in our biology when we're born they were already there from being handed down to us right through our biology into our physiological environment ourselves 
So if we have been given that, we can also be given, uh, we can also retrain our autonomic nervous system to experience good things and feel good. Instead of feeling negative, we people are so great at saying, I can't, I won't, and this isn't happening for me. I'll never find love. I'll never be good to myself. You know, nothing's ever happening for me. Everyone else is just achieving things and, oh, you know, poor me. But no one else can change that for you. And you've got to admit that to yourself, that it's your mindset. So if you stop saying negative things like that and start saying good mantras, like I can and I will and I want to change and I'm going to do the work and I'm doing the work and look at me, I'm growing, I'm evolving, I'm seeing prosperity out of what I'm bringing in for myself. I'm evolving as a being, I'm evolving my mindset, I'm growing, I have an open mind to learn more, to expand. When you start speaking kinder to yourself, you'll understand more. One thing, like for me, I've, I've benefited from understanding this so much myself too, because, you know, like I, I, I always wonder like, why, why my ex, you know, why didn't, why didn't he, why didn't he show me the love that I was giving, you know, but I wasn't showing myself that love. And if I can't, sh- if I wasn't showing myself that love, how could have I expected that from anyone? I hated myself. I didn't see myself worthy. I was, you know, calling myself fat and fucking ugly and all the nasty things, everything. Okay. I wasn't happy within myself, within my body, within my mind. And then when perfection hit me where that, that the thought of what and is unconditional love to me in a flesh and blood body turned up in front of me, I then started questioning myself of not and saying those same things. I'm not good enough for him. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm unworthy of him. He's too perfect. He's too amazing, you know. But he reflected a lot for me of the the good in me. And I talk about mirroring in my second episode about how people reflect us. Listen to that one if you want to get a bit deeper into that. But because I felt like shit towards myself, I was unable to accept kindness and love into my life. I didn't even know how to react. My physical body didn't even know how to respond. It was all a reaction and it was more running away from beauty and love and that unconditional love and light purely because I didn't feel that way towards myself, which sent me on this journey to healing those wounds I felt within myself and what has been stored within my energy centers, those emotions, those that pain within myself. So I want to take people on that journey and how to understand why this is happening and how do we make those changes within ourselves because we can go sit down and see our psychologists, our psychiatrists, our counselors and talk about our feelings. But what are we going to do to actually change that? We can surrender to the trauma that we've had, but how do we change how our body reacts to when situations come up? How do we change all that? And again, we can create unhealthy habits and addictions for ourselves. We just do the opposite and create new healthy habits and addictions for ourselves. Let's get addicted to meditation. Let's get addicted to drinking water, eating healthy, only allowing kind and loving people into our lives. This comes down to how you feel about yourself is what why you feel that stress why you feel that anxiety still because at some point yeah like we, we we conform to society we conform to the pain that others inflict on us but we can rise above this through forms of 
taking care of ourselves, self-love. This experience isn't for any, any other person experience you unless you allow them to and give them your mind, your body, your soul. But you need to experience yourself first and understand yourself. And then you are going to understand when negativity comes in, a negative person or a positive person, what love looks like in the flesh and blood bodies, all of that. If you can show yourself and feel that, show yourself that unconditional love, self-acceptance of your mind, your body, okay, with your body, that we need to, you need to stop wanting to change and look like other people. That is the sheep mentality, okay? Then you look like you're all clones. We're all individuals. Everyone looks actually entirely different. That no, even like my, I have twin sisters. They still look different in their own way. They look very similar because, well, they're fucking twins, right? But at the same time, okay, they still look different. We are all different. And that's the whole point of it, okay? You hear what I'm saying? That it's the whole point. We're not all meant to have big, fat juju lips. We're not all meant to have giant fucking Barbie doll eyes and chiseled jaw lines and beards and chiseled abs and stuff. We're all having our own experience. So let's all stop judging other people and judging ourselves and actually live in your own experience. Be consciously here, be consciously experiencing. And if your experience is not good on your outer world, it's probably because your inner world's not doing so well. What's happening on the inner is happening on the outer. What's happening on the outer is happening on the inner. Okay. So how can we do this? How do we reprogram, rewire, recode over the negativity stored within us? One, gratitude journals. Truly, you're, um, you could listen, to, you could, um, hear this. About, so many people say, do a gratitude journal. It's, it's beneficial because it, it might look the same for months. Mine has. It really has, but it just shows that like, I'm really grateful for those things. And it reminds me and it it humbles me to be continuously grateful for those things. Write things down that you like about yourself. Okay. Write, write things down that you like about yourself. And that may be the same for months again. And that, and then it might evolve. And then you get to reflect on that. You get to see the growth. Mantras. There's a mantra I say to myself that I am intentional, unconditional, pure love and light. And I say that to myself daily, daily, and I elevate myself up. There's a song going around. I think it's like a TikTok trend. It's, I don't know what the exact song is, but there's a song like, I am healthy, I am wealthy, something, something, something. I don't know. But that those are mantras. When you are constantly repeating good things to yourself, that's repetition, right? This is how we created negative habits for ourselves and those negative mantras. All we need to do is do the quite the opposite and be conscious of it, to be consciously here, to be present, to be saying purposeful words, having purposeful conversations with ourselves and with others. Positive mantras to yourself is key. Is key and to surrender because you, you, in your body, because this is the in this physical life that you are, you have right now, is your only physical body that you're going to get, and that is the truth. You can't change that. You can't actually change that. People modify their bodies, yes, but it doesn't change on how you feel on the inside. And a lot of people have had work done will then say like, "I wish I didn't do that." And I'm talking about like major work, okay, and covering up who you are everyone is unique okay and that's the whole point of it because we're not all meant to be like each other 
we're meant to be having our own experience and experiencing things that we want to experience in and not doing things because other people are doing them. That's the sheep mentality, okay? It's also monkey, that monkey mindset. You want to be a fucking monk. You want to have that monk mindset for yourself, to better yourself, to be kind, to be loving to yourself. And if you're kind and loving to yourself, you're able to receive kindness and that's what you attract in and this is what we talk about spirituality the law of attraction scientifically i would like to say that it's the vibration if you're something that i like to think okay i'm going to share this that there's a thought that thought then turns into a feeling that feeling turns into emotion that emotion then turns into a vibration that you'll through your body and then it transmits out of you as a frequency okay so this is why when they talk about the law of attraction because whatever your frequency is and that you're producing you're only going to attract in that same frequency because we all match each other mirror each other and it's a frequency and that's why a lot of the time again you should listen to the mirroring episode i talk about because we do mirror each other and sometimes when you look in your inner world's fucking ugly your outer world's probably ugly and you got to reflect on who's in your life and how they re- you know reflect you and take on board those flaws and insecurities that you're bashing them about and work on them yourself and then if you know the positive people in your life that if you're not in that same mindset they are they're just reflecting what you have within you that vibration is there we all have it and it all comes down to unconditional love for yourself and when I talk about unconditional means it's undying that this is you wake up you feel happy about yourself that you feel really fucking good and you start to fall in love with yourself more and more more every day and that is self-acceptance true self-acceptance and if you can accept yourself love yourself unconditionally and show that within yourself and nurture your inner physiology and those beautiful mantras to yourself, take that time for yourself, put yourself on the pedestal, then those who reflect that inner world of your beauty come into your life. And then that starts to reflect on your outer world. It does. And I can tell you that too, that dropping the negativity out of my life and internally, you then watch people drop off like flies and they do. And then, then you get to reflect on that and then you awaken more. You consciously are here. You, you're becoming more aware. And when they talk about a spiritual awakening too, it's, it's fucking intense. But it's only because you're firing up parts of your brain that weren't active before. So if we're going to talk about that, you know how I said I'm going to talk to spirituality, I'm going to talk to science. It's, just, it's, it's, it's you using more of your brain that's the science of it that's the scientific side of it that you're just firing up the neurons that were active that were grayed out basically and now you then it's then we see it as a spiritual awakening it's just you coming into yourself into your body experiencing who you are not what everyone else wants you to be or what society tells you to conform to it's how you feel about yourself if you are not showing yourself that love or unconditional unconditional love, don't expect it from others. Don't expect it from others. You have to treat yourself the way you want others to treat you. And if you're treating yourself in your inner world like fucking shit, expect that from people. And it's true. Expect that. Because and I think this this part where I get a bit brutal here, but reflect on it. Look at people in your life that you're always around, okay? What did they 
how do you, how do they ask yourself questions? Like, how do they make you feel? Allow yourself to feel those emotions. If it's negative, does it trigger something within you? Does it trigger a flaw or insecurity within yourself? Note that down. That's something that you need to work on yourself, you know. And if there's someone that is just, there's so much love and light coming from them and ask yourself, do I have that? And if it's yes, amazing. If it's not, that's what that person is showing you that that is there that frequency is in in you that frequency is relevant and it's trying to come up to the surface but because our bodies are so stuck in the fight fight response where we we only bring negativity into our lives and we get caught up in the fucking matrix of this world what's the point you know, like let's be consciously fucking here and experience ourselves, experience what we want to experience, experience the things that you dream of doing, experience all the things that you fucking want to do and do it. Write the fucking bucket list out. Pull your finger out of your ass and start doing the things that you want to do. And don't, again, conform to what society says is right or wrong, unless you're going to get put in jail or something. Don't do that. But anything that will get you into a lot of trouble do things that genuinely make you happy uplift your vibration help yourself by releasing the good chemicals into your body allow your body to get used to what it feels like being fucking relaxed and happy to be happy to be relaxed okay how do we do that we meditate we fucking meditate. I meditate morning, night, and throughout the day when I start to get on balance because nobody's fucking perfect. We're perfectly imperfect, right? But you meditate. You use guided meditations. When you're in that relax, relaxation response or homeostasis, your body is relaxed. It's relaxed. You can think and articulate complicated equations and conversations and situations and come out with a response and a solution a solution but with a response you can't do this shit if you're always sitting in the fight fight response and you've got anxiety okay you can't because you're only going to react and you're going to be like i just need to get rid of it just i just don't want to feel this way if you just don't want to feel that way you're all you're going to keep fucking feeling that way because you're allowed you're suppressing it when you suppress an emotion this is how i again i'm going to say to how i experience it myself when I met this person who's incredible, is the, the amazing, reflected the best parts of me. Okay, Re- he really reflected the best parts of me, and I then was didn't feel worthy. But then it made me realize, like, fuck, like, I I want to be at that level. I want to be at that level. How the fuck do I get at that level? And when I asked myself that, there was a barrel full of shit, a barrel full of crap, and it was overflowing. It was overflowing. But it's taken me a, a, num- a couple of years now to get to a point where I could admit and process and think about what I was doing to myself. And all I was doing was self-sabotaging myself from being happy because I convinced myself for such a long time that I was unworthy of feeling this fucking good. And then you question it. And this is why they think in the spiritual awakenings are so difficult. It's not. It's just like when you have to come to terms that you treated yourself like shit, it's hard. It's hard to face that and look yourself in the mirror and be like, you did all that. You put yourself in that situation. You allowed this. But we're not going to fucking allow it anymore. And I've been retraining, reprogramming my autonomic nervous system with meditation for a long while now. 
And it's taken, I've created these meditations I'm now sharing with people and guiding them through and I'm watching powerful transformations happen. And I know that like some people are skeptical. I'm like, don't believe in it. Well, don't fucking do it then. Okay, no one's forcing you to do it. All I'm doing is trying to guide you and help you better yourself and help you take time for yourself. And again, a lot of people say they don't have time for meditation. Yeah, you do. That's a fucking lie. If you say, no, you don't have time, you're fucking lying to yourself. And you know it. Everyone has this time, okay? Everyone does. If you take this time to yourself to understand yourself, okay, to ground yourself, to be present, you, 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 your body just purges the emotions for you. You don't have to th- rethink back. I can guide you into a meditation, help you process trauma and without you triggering your trauma the, or the memory to it. You're not gonna, I'm not going to take you back and have a transitional experience for you to experience the trauma all over again just to remind your body of it. No, I'm going to help you override that. I'm going to help you override that vibration stored within you to help you override it with a higher vibrational frequency. And a lot of people, um, again, may or may not believe in it, but we've all got patterns, okay? We've all got patterns. And sometimes we go, like, I've known like a number of people that will just date and date to date to date and actually conform to status of relationship being boyfriend, girlfriend and stuff. And then they're broken up a month later, new boyfriend or new girlfriend. And then you're like, you, you can see it from the outside that there's a pattern there but they don't recognize it, but it, it, there's patterns. We have patterns in life, okay, or how we um, speak with people. Once you start to realize your patterns, you can start changing those patterns, and that comes within how you realign everything too. How do I change that? Because what, remember, what's happening on your inner world is happening on the outer world, but you don't you focus on both, but do more the inner healing, the inner work, okay? And meditation puts you in a place of homeostasis, that relaxation response. I'm going to repeat it again. You're relaxed. You're in the homeostasis, your homeostasis where your body should be, your chemicals are balanced. You are then able to articulate, analyze, process, and formulate conclusions a lot better, a lot easier, Okay. It helps you understand yourself. And when you're in a meditative response where you're fully relaxed, you're, you're, you're so relaxed. And that's how you feel deep down. But because you let the anxiety and the stresses of life override that and let your pride and ego take over your physical life, you suffer. Your body is suffering. And I think to this as well that as a human race, we're fucking killing ourselves out. We're a dying breed. There's a book by um, someone, um, Shana, um, Shane, Shana Swan. She's got a book out called A Countdown. She was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and you should listen to that podcast with her. It's fucking incredible. But it comes down to, like, we, we, we are a dying breed. We are. And we're only doing it to ourselves by not working on ourselves, by not being present within ourselves. We constantly keep looking outside ourselves for verification to feel accepted to feel worthy that's never gonna fucking happen I'm sorry to say it and if people if you're seeking that you're not gonna attract the right people in you're attracting shallow people in really if you can feel 
that love within yourself, that unconditional love, and you uplift your frequency, you're going to attract that in. You're going to attract the right people into your life for sure. It's the law of attraction. Remember, thought turns into a feeling. That feeling turns into emotion. That emotion turns into a vibration. That vibration transmits, transcends out of your body as a frequency. And we are all energy. The, a lot of um, philosophers and the greatest inventors that have existed here have said something very similar along the lines of if you want to understand the secrets to the universe, think in terms of, of energy and vibrational frequencies. A lot of people may not, may believe it, but it's something I believe. Remember, this is, it's a heart world. There's an extension of consciously here off my brand. It is a heart world. So if you don't believe it, turn the fucking podcast and stop listening. Um, but we are all light. And that's how we, we, we talk to each other. And I'm going to keep referencing things that we all know, like, I can tell that person's in a mood, not just by their facial expressions or stuff, but there's a frequency that you're feeling from them. That's the energy that you're reading. Oh, and then the the fucking, what's it called? The elephant in the room. Everyone knows what that means. That's the collective energy that you are feeling, but yet we still in, uh, in denial that we all communicate that way. And then we think about empaths. I see myself as one and I can feel people's emotions and it's overwhelming sometimes, but that's, we choose to ignore the truth about us as human beings, that we are very intellectual. We have these magnificent bodies that can do a lot of things that we just aren't aware of. Because society tells you to, it conforms you to being dumb, that monkey mindset, you know? But we all can have that monk mindset. It's just about how you see yourself internally. And if you can see yourself as the love and light that you are, that energy, raise the frequency within yourself. When you raise that frequency within yourself, you transmit this frequency that will it's it's just that law of attraction i don't know i can i can keep banging on about it for hours but and giving you example after example but it is the law of attraction when i was negative and shallow what the fuck do you think was surrounding me negative people shallow people you know and then as you uplift your vibration and sometimes it becomes lonely it does And sometimes you're elevating higher than others and then you drop back down and then they're there again. When you start to understand that this storyline that you're on is about you and you're being present in it, you become the creator, not living based on what society says. You become the creator of your reality. But to get to that point of having full control over it, which, oh, sorry, we have full control over it, okay? And it's just your mindset. If we can get that mindset to be positive and loving and caring towards yourself, the other storylines around you start to match up with yours on your inner world, okay? So I'm going to leave it off here, but um, some task for you all to do, okay? One, journal 10 things every day, Create this new habit for yourselves. 10 things you are appreciative for and that you have gratitude for. And they could look the same for months, whatever. It does not matter. Just write them down. 
five things that you appreciate about yourself and you like about yourself, whether it be your teeth, your hair, your voice, your humor, your artistic abilities, you know, whatever. Three, look up mantras, create a mantra for yourself. Like mine is I'm intentional, unconditional, pure love and light. Look something up. You can use that one too. Four, start meditating. If you have not tried meditation, download Calm or Headspace, Spotify, there's heaps, guided meditations on YouTube. Take time for yourself. Put yourself on the pedestal. Help yourself because no one else can do that for you but you. There's support there. You get to talk. Okay, but meditation is if every single human being meditated, trust me, this world would be a better place because we would all be in the relaxation response and it would be like fucking heaven on earth. Okay, not this little hellhole we keep creating and killing our planet. If we were all healthy within our mind, within our bodies, our outer worlds are going to look a lot better, right? So... Again, I can be a bit brutal, but I'm not even going to apologize for it. I told, I said in my last podcast that I'm going to be that friend that is brutal about stuff. And I want that too, to come back to me. Sometimes I need to kick up the ass to remind me of the shit that I preach. And sometimes, you know, I'm, I slip up and I don't follow the things that I preach. But I'm trying to create these new habits for myself too, to continue to be better for myself, want more for myself, to create my, my dreams into my reality by helping myself through meditation, by learning more, by studying this Masters of Holistic Counseling to help others. That's my purpose. That's my purpose. Anyways, I hope that you all like this and resonate with it. And want if you want to learn more, join my programs. Join my meditation programs. They're pretty cheap. Um, but anyways... Um, I hope that you all have a great fucking week. I'm Victoria Hart and thank you for listening to Consciously Heal.